I started wrestling when I was 15 years old. There was not a female wrestling team, so I joined the men's team. I've made an entire career out of it, becoming the Strikeforce Women's World Champion and the UFC Women's Bantamweight World Champion. I learned about biohacking and wellness, and this was not something, I think, I don't think that many athletes know about this. I think most athletes only get do therapy if they get injured. Yes. And now we have something called prehab, right? Mm -hmm. Where we're doing it before we need it, right? So exactly. you're getting yourself ready physically, mentally, and emotionally, and there's a lot of different resources for that. This is wild. Um, it's, been, it's been a game changer for me. Welcome to the Brain Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Patrick Porter. Please join us on our mission to better a billion brains. Enjoy the episode and remember to share it with your family and friends. Hey, welcome BrainTap Nation. We have a, one of our users here who's been using BrainTap and we're hoping to eventually get her to help me produce a series because she's one of the UFC fighters. She's a pioneer in that because, uh, you know, you don't think of women in the ring, but, but you, started, you started that process. So tell us a little bit about your journey um, and about, you know, what your mission is, why you, why you do it. And I know you also are really big into recovery and working with people for healing and health. That's why we're here at the Dave Asprey event at Biohacking. Absolutely. So, I mean, in a nutshell, I started wrestling when I was 15 years old. There was not a female wrestling team, so I joined the men's team. And I've got a really stubborn personality. I don't like to be told no. It's actually one of my favorite words because I love to defy it. And uh, so I wrestled all four years. I learned early on that perception could be changed, right? Because um, they didn't want me. Right. right. And, and it was my best friend, Sharon. So her and I were together in that. And uh, they tried to get us to quit. It was extremely challenging. Um, but by year four, uh, I was just like any other one of the guys on the team. You know, I was a so perception can be changed. Learn that young age. Then I went to college and I started doing mixed martial arts. I didn't think that I wanted to fight at all. People were like, oh, you know, you're going to you're going to fight. I was like, no, absolutely not. It's funny how little you know about yourself sometimes. Right. right. I'm, I'm 20, 21 years old. And I that's the last thing I ever thought I would want to do. And I've made an entire career out of it, becoming the Strikeforce Women's World Champion and the UFC Women's Bantamweight World Champion. So, I, I mean, I have a passion and a love and an affinity for martial arts. And then as I've gotten into the second chapter of my career, I went on a five year hiatus. I was retired. I thought I was going to stay retired. I had two kids, mm -hmm. found an amazing man and realized that I, I didn't walk away from the sport of MMA because I didn't love the sport of MMA. I walked away because I was just at a place in my life where I wasn't, I wasn't okay. I was in right. a kind of a, a toxic relationship and I had just given everything I had and I was exhausted. And I decided five years later after my two kids that I was going to give it another whirl. Right. So I've been back at it for a couple years now and, and enjoying that. And then uh, I learned about biohacking and wellness. And this was not something right. I think I don't think that many athletes know about right. this. This is wild. Right. Um, I, it's I, been it's been a game changer for me. I think most athletes only get do therapy if they get injured. Yes. And now we have something called prehab, right, mm -hmm. where we're doing it before we need it. Right. So exactly. you're getting yourself ready physically, mentally and emotionally. And there's a lot of different resources for that. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your kind of prehab routine? What gets you, what gets your juices going that helps you to stay fit and ready to perform? Hyperbarics, low level light therapy, brain tap. And I also enjoy the core. 
Um, it's like a breathing device. So it's essentially breathing. Anybody can breathe for free. Um, just <laughs> how good do you want to do it? Yeah. Um, but no, this is, it's been incredible. You know, the hyperbarics helps deliver oxygen to the body in places that it's hard, you know, it facilitates heat, facilitates healing. Um, gets oxygen to your brain. That helps. The low-level light therapy is incredible for you know, mitochondrial health. And, and the brain tap. Mm. This has been a really life-changing thing. Um, mm. I recommend it to everybody. My mom has the headset. And my fiancé is, is not a biohacker. He kind of yeah. comes along with me. <laughs> but I'm almost embarrassed to admit that he uses the brain tap more than I do. <laughs> He's obsessed with it. You know, instead of grabbing a, a drink now, a beer to, to decompress... He's like, I'm gonna go do a brain tap session. I mean, that's incredible. That's great. Uh, yeah. um, I mean, I love the brain tap. I use it regularly. He mm. uses it multiple times a day. I mean, that's phenomenal because what you know, what he used to use as a decompression tool, you know, to, to and, and I don't say he was drinking all the time, but at, at the end of the day, when it, it's just an yep. accumulation of stress, it was yep. like, I want to have a, I want to have right. a drink. He's an athlete too. Yeah. We knew there there had to be something better, and brain tap's been, it has been transformative That's and right. I also had an experience and I, I, I now realize I don't think this is unique mm -hmm. but for me it was unique because I didn't know any better but I had like an epiphany while the brain tap headset was on it's like it tapped into like a different creative energy than I had ever mm -hmm. had and I, I kind of knew one of the purposes of my life while yeah. I had the brain tap headset on. I, I must have gotten to what and now I know yeah. is theta brainwave. Yeah. Right? And, and and I just went somewhere else and I and I was like, I know the purpose of my life. It's awesome. And yeah. um that was that's a really neat experience to have. Yeah. I know that uh you're you're part of the group there in Las Vegas. So and you have a lot of the I mean, you're very, you guys are very active on social media. So right. how can people see what you're doing? Because you, you're always sharing at the uh, facility. And I know I, when I go to Vegas, that's where I go to get some IV drips. And yes. you've helped my wife with the hyperbarics. And yes, the Desert Moon Wellness. Yeah, Desert Moon Wellness. Mm -hmm. And it's a, it's a really unique, really open, really inviting. So tell us a little bit about why you're involved with that. Because, you know, you can do a lot of things, yep. I'm sure, that are... Um, maybe might even pay better, you know, and things like that. So why did you choose to do that? I have found that helping people is, it feels good. It's a very selfish thing to do, actually, because it, it's, it just pays dividends. And mm. so to open a wellness center and share the things that have been transformative for me as an athlete, as a mom, and as a human, there mm. is a better way to do life. Right. It's one big performance. How yeah. well do you want to do it? Right. What kind of quality of life do you want to have? Do you just want to get through it or do you want to thrive? Right. And for me, opening the wellness center was an opportunity to have the platform kind of transfer over to give the tools and things and resources mm. that have been working for me for years. I, I didn't know what biohacking was, but I've, <laughs> I've been doing that for mm. quite some time. Right. I've had a hyperbaric chamber for, for many years. And there's so much more that I have to learn and that I've been learning since last year's yeah. biohacking conference. Yeah. And that's really when I, I dove into this. And our wellness center in Las Vegas has just is just now coming up on a year in July. So it's a beautiful facility. Thank I you. encourage people to go check it out. Now, I know you're you're also with all your training, you got some things going on there, but you're going to be writing a book because you've got a you got a unique story, right? There, there weren't a lot of women fighters when right. you started. So in, or I'm sure when you were doing it in high school, there no. weren't a lot of, uh, I had, I had two nieces, um, that wrestled and they were actually, they, they beat, were beating boys and they went that. to the state championship. And my family, they're from uh, Iowa where 
you know, they got to wrestling's bigger there than anywhere else in the world. So pe people get crazy. So what motivated you to want to even be a wrestler? I wish I had a better story, Dr. Porter. To be honest, the reason I went out for wrestling is because I cannot play basketball. Okay. That's the reason. Hey, that's why I, that's why I wrestled. But <laughs> you know what? It's like, yeah. I just didn't have that skill set, nor did I have the desire. And I, I think uh, it was the universe conspiring to mm. put me on a path that I had no idea that I was beginning that first day that I went out for wrestling and they kicked my butt. I left with uh, Matt Burns all over. They didn't teach me a dang thing. Um, they just wanted to get the girls out of there because girls right. didn't belong. It wasn't right. a place. So they just needed to show us that. And uh, But I didn't go. I actually found it quite um, enthralled. I was enthralled. Mm -hmm. It was the hardest thing I'd ever done. And I thought, you know, I am terrible at this. I'm certainly no better at this than I am basketball, but I have a desire to get better. Right. And that's the difference. And so I stuck with it. And by year four, I won the coach's award, which to many people's surprise would, is still one of my ch most cherished um, yeah, accomplishments rich. because it, it, nobody knew about it. Nobody's really celebrated that. But for me, looking back in hindsight at 17, 18 years old, realizing that from those years, where I've started in the perception and, and to change that, to actually win an award that's, you know, how they would want the rest of the team to be like a role model, right? And as the only girl um, consistently all four years. So there's probably going to be some young lady watching this that might be thinking, gosh, I want to get into the game. Right. You know, what do you recommend they start doing first to, to see if they're actually, because it takes a certain mentality, right? It you, does. It doesn't, you know, as Mike Tyson says, everybody has a plan until they get hit. Yeah. You've, you've got to have a plan, right? And then yes. you're going to get hit. So what do you recommend they do first to see if they have the, that mentality to do it? Well, fundamentally, I recommend starting with wrestling. I think it's the best fundamental base to have. And building off of everything else is uh, it becomes easier when you have a great fun fundamental wrestling background. Wrestling is the what allows you to dictate whether it stays on the feet or it goes to the ground. So I recommend going out for wrestling. If you're school age, join your, 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 your school wrestling program. You know, if you are just outside of school, then talk to your community, talk to people. Where's the best place to train? You know, you got to lean on people. If you don't really know, um, go somewhere and, and, you know, ask the questions and, and find your route because when you look for it, I think it will find you too. I know when, when my daughter, um, I was married once before and my daughter wasn't living with me, but at 14, she came to live with me and she had a lot of anger. So we went and did um, kickboxing. Perfect. And um, so we could work out that aggression. It helped her tremendously. I firmly believe women were meant to hit things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's good. I was going to say, you know, a lot of people don't, they don't know what to do with that kinetic energy. Right. So if you're the kind of person that's just sitting there and something's happening, you got to find a way to express, yeah. right? And movement is the number two thing I tell people. You, mm -hmm. for, in order to have good brain fitness, you got to have a good diet, you got to move and breathe, and you've got right. to do some kind of brain fitness. Right. Well, right. it's more supportive culturally for men to do those things than it is for women. It's more promoted for men. But women have, they. we need to, like, uh, get that energy out as time swells. So I think it's very effective. But, you know, a lot of times women and girls are taught to be prim and proper and ladylike. And I'm glad that that's changing. It's so nice now when I walk yeah. into the gym that I see little girls on the mat. I yeah. never saw that before. Right. I was the, always like the only girl. And right. now I see it in the kids' classes, you know, sometimes it's 50-50 ratio. Yeah, that's great. You know, sometimes when I go to practice, I, there's mm. equal men to women ratio, which is it's phenomenal, right? right? These are just not things that I, I had when I was growing up. So it's nice to see the change. But yeah, women need to move their bodies and 
express their energy in ways like guys right. do too. Right. So you've reached the highest level in your sport. I mean, right. there's no intergalactic confederation of uh, UFC. So you're here, you've, you've done that here. And what motivated you to go back? Because a lot of people would say, you know, like they, they would ask somebody like a Tom Brady, right? right. Uh, who we work with at TB12. And, and why did he keep coming back? Because he was getting something out of it. There right. was a payoff. What do you get out of coming back and, and, and actually being in the game again where some people just say, hey, I've got these awards, look who I am, I'm gonna ride right. that wave and, you know. Because I've learned that there's a benefit to doing things smarter, not harder. And I had the harder, not smarter <laughs> approach in the first part of my career. And, you know, I've got that never give up grind mindset that I think I was, maybe I was born with it. I, I don't know where it came from, but I was very stubborn and I, I just did things and I went hard. Yeah. Um, but I paid a price. When you do that, it's like burning the candle at both ends and the middle. Yeah. <laughs> and eventually I burned out a yeah. lot sooner than I think I needed to. So when I took the five years off, I realized that it wasn't that I was burnt out. It's just that I didn't have the right approach. I didn't have the restorative, right? I didn't have the prehab. I didn't have right. the things to reset and bring me back to ground. So, so eventually the whole thing collapsed in on me. It wasn't right. really set up to support that structure right. for longevity. And so now learning about longevity and these resets and these better ways to do it, it's like, I have so much more to offer. Right. So that the universe just kept calling me yeah. to come back awesome. and, and give my very best. And let's just see what I'm capable of, see what I can do. Yeah. Well, what can we expect to see with you in the future? Where, where are you going to be when, when we talk? I'm going to see you before a year because I get to Vegas all the time. But when winter. What am I going to read about you? What is somebody watching this video going to see a year from now? What do you anticipate as the future? Well, I'm going to start with a near goal as I'm hoping to fight in October. Uh, my last fight, I had an injury, so I wasn't able to, to do that. Um, so look, I think one win puts me in a contender position. Mm -hmm. And Amanda, the, the, the quote, the greatest women fighter of all time, uh, she just retired. So the division is open and prime yeah. for the taking. And I okay. could see myself after one fight being back into the title picture. Awesome. So again, I think things are aligning for me and I'm just going to go for that. And beyond that, um, someday I want to host a biohacking conference like this. I want to be a female version of, you know, of a Dave Asprey or, um, you know, a lot, a lot of people leading the charge to be a voice for change. Yep. And, and wellness and sports. I think right. I bring a different element to that, being an, a professional athlete and a mom, yep. you know? Um, so I, I wanna continue to share that. Yeah, well, I think it's great that you're willing to share what you do, how you do it. I know you're you're writing a book. I'm, I'm trying to coach you as much as I can you to get are, it done. Yes. <laughs> so I think I people need to hear your story. I wanna be a voice on the brain tap. Oh yes, we want I, you there. I, I, yeah. want, I want something for athletes to help mm. us get more prepared for competition or for practice. And I, yeah. I love to facilitate that with you, so. yeah. So BrainTap Nation, please comment. You want her voice on, on BrainTap because we need that. <laughs> because the energy, I believe in the energy of the person doing it is going to inspire people. And there's certain right. people waiting for you to arrive and do that. You've, you've, you've done this, you've got your mission, but you know, leaving a legacy, a real right. leader that not only does it, does it themselves or herself, but actually can transform other people. So I think that's great. And I think in the, in the, the women's biohacking world, there are conferences for that, you know, right. so, but I think that you live in a great environment 
people love to come to Vegas. So you can just do it right there and people would, would do it. And I'm, um, you know, like with me, you start, I was accused of I'll go anywhere to talk to anyone, anyone for 15 minutes, you know, because <laughs> I have the frequent flyer miles to prove it, you know, so because uh, you got to talk to enough people, you got to see enough people, just like Absolutely. you got to get it, you got to get in and like you said, wrestle first. You got to, yeah. you got to learn to fail fast and move forward. Exactly. So I actually, um, I, I love failing. I right. love it because it, when you don't fear failure anymore, I think that, that the, the impossible becomes possible. Right. You know, I mean, you don't have to worry about it because you know you can build it again. You'll yeah. get right back where you were, if not further. Every time that you fail, you're going to learn. Mm -hmm. So for me, uh, fear, fear of failure has been removed. I am no longer outcome-based. I am effort-based. And if I give everything that I have, then I'm very confident that I'll end up in a great place. That's great. So what would you say to an athlete that, um, because some natural talent you know there are people that just have natural talent and they think that's going to carry them the whole way and they don't do any rehab or prehab or anything they just think there no one's going to be that good that long without doing something yeah. to get their body so maybe you could tell them a little bit about why you included brain tap in your performance protocol so that they understand that first i tried it and i and i and i loved it and i i didn't quite understand everything behind it i just knew that this this you know, vibed with me, if you will. Um, but when I learned that you could speed physical reaction time through brain tap, I thought that was incredible. Mm -hmm. I said, this is, this is, this, I mean, it makes so much sense, right? I mean, our brain dictates how our body moves. Right. It, it starts with, with this. This is why I can move my hands. This yep. is why I can do what I, you know, what I do is because what is running through my brain. So when you can speed that up through brain fitness, brainwave training we talk about our physical mm. body fitness but what about the you know what about the the driving mm. system yep um so it worked for me and then uh when i started to get more regular with the brain tap and i started having epiphanies you know i feel like my emotional and mental health also aligned in that and i was right. like no pun intended but i was like this is a no-brainer right i was like That's this, is, <laughs> this is this is fantastic and people need to know that there are options like this out there so that um you know, you don't have to do things. You don't have to self-medicate. I, I think that this can, this has amazing healing powers. I think beyond just being a professional athlete, I, I think even if you're not an athlete, there's just a normal person and you want to benefit, you want to have not a pause in life, but actually a refresh. Mm -hmm. You know, I think I think sometimes people self-medicate because they, 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 need, they need a break from it. Mm -hmm. But that's like just hitting the pause button. It doesn't actually fix anything. Right. You pause it and maybe you have more to deal with mm -hmm. once you've unpaused. Right but I feel like this is actually a refresh. This is actually a reset. Mm -hmm. And there's a big difference between a pause and a refresh, right? Awesome. And so and, yeah. and so this is- That's great. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah. So where can people follow you in the rise to the championship ring and, and getting there again and having this belt that you're gonna be accomplishing? Where, how can they follow you to, to watch the journey? Well, I would say the my best platform I enjoy the most is Instagram. So you can follow me there at Misha Tate, I before E, except after C, also applies to Misha. <laughs> and uh, otherwise, my business, Desert Moon Wellness LV, that's our handle. Yeah. Um, and we'll have all those in the show notes if you're driving and listening to this so that thanks. you can follow Misha like I do. I, I think it's incredible to see your journey because a lot of people would just be sitting on their laurels and saying, hey, I'm so, I was so great, I don't need to do anything again. So it's inspiring to think that, Thank you, you know, you know, a lot of people don't know that you only get one chance around, right? So right. let's take advantage of it and, and go after what you want. And I love oh, yeah. the fact that you're not, 
driven by the exact outcome, but you're driven by your effort because we can't dictate everything in the scenario, but we can dictate how we feel and our emotions and, yeah. and keep that positive so that when someday this will be done and you'll, you'll be able to look back and say, hey, I still have a life after that. And you're already preparing for it yeah. because I, I've seen a lot of the professional athletes that come through the doors at, uh, at your facility there. And I mean, so you're showing them. Yeah. Now we just need your voice on BrainTap so they can be listening to you when they come in there. That would be awesome. That would so, be amazing. So go ahead and like and share this. And if you're if you're a female athlete that's just getting started, you've got a great role model here. She's she's a pioneer and she's actually still doing it, which is pretty incredible because you're, you're performing at a high level. Yeah, you know, I you're still in really that. good shape and your mind's there. You're 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 smart and you, we'll get that book out so people can read about you. We'll yes. get your BrainTap sessions out. People can start learning because you've got a lot to share with the world. So thank you for being a part of this. It's just the beginning. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you for joining us on our mission to better a billion brains. Follow at Dr. Patrick Porter on social media for updates. And remember to practice brain fitness every day.